I'm Sid. And I'm Jess. And this is the Book Boyfriend Project. So guys, today is going to be our seasonal TBR list. It is what we hope to read over the next three-ish months. Mm -hmm. We did one of these previously for winter in February, and I realize this being the end of April, spring has already sprung for about a month now. Um... We just, we did our winter one late, that was the problem. Yeah, we did our winter one late, so that was the problem. So one of these months, we're just going to cut off, like, a month of a season to get back on track. Mm-hmm. But this was not that month. No, it wasn't. So if you guys are kind of new to our TBRs, we like to do them seasonally because most of our episodes that we do are kind of, like, TBR-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like to keep them to about five books, A, because if we didn't, this episode would probably be, like, three hours long. Because uh-huh. Jess and I have endless TBR lists. But also because, I don't know about you, but I like hardly ever actually stick to my TBR. Uh, <laughs> I get a little distracted. No. So I feel like by doing less books, there's a higher chance that I'm going to read at least most of them. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. So what's your first book? So my first book is actually... I kind of went rogue a little on my um, book list, and most of them are parts of a series. So I, my goal is to finish all of these series over the next three months. Um, So The Succubus in a Red Dress is the first one. It is, um, it's about Delilah. She is a nerdy barista whose biggest worries are paying rent and wondering if the chip tip jar will have enough quarters for her vegan lunches. <laughs> then a customer collapses after touching her. Now she's got demon hunters and witches chasing her around the city and a crazy blonde in the Ferrari on her tail who <laughs> says she wants to be her mentor. Oh, then she might be a succubus. But just because someone tells you to put on a pair of high heels and become a slinky seductress doesn't mean you have to. If she wants to survive, Delilah might have to find her inner hero instead. And... This one just makes me super, super happy. It's only 148 pages, um, roundabouts per book, and there is seven books in this series. I believe it's a completed series, um, potentially. Um, I don't... What does that say? uh, It doesn't really say if it's completed or not. The last book, um, was released in 2019, so I'm guessing it's completed. Probably. Um, so it seems weird to say like 2019 was like a long time ago. Yeah, and it's it's weird. Um, yeah, but that's uh that's where that's my first one. That one sounds wonderful. Uh yeah, I talked about it like once. I think we might have been talking about it for a monthly review or something. But mm-hmm. I love it. It's gonna be super quick, easy books. So. I'm excited for it. That one sounds really, really good. So my first book is Fable by Adrienne Young. Um, I kind of, well, I didn't really cheat, but, like, I made most of my TBR list off of, like, what's currently on my Libby app. <laughs> so, like, maybe I'll actually read most of these this time. Um, but I've seen this one all over, like, BookTok and Bookstagram. Everyone loves it and raves about it. The second book just came out, which is another reason why I wanted to read this one to see, like, should I investigate the second book? Um, but this one's about a 17-year-old girl named Fable. She's the daughter of the most powerful trader in the Narrows. The sea is only... Oh my gosh. The sea is the only home she's ever known. It's been four years since the night she watched her mother drown during an unforgiving storm. The next day, her father abandoned her on a legendary island filled with thieves and little food. To survive, she must keep to herself, learn to trust no one, and rely on the unique skills her mother taught her. 
The only thing that keeps her going is the goal of getting off the island, fighting her father, and demanding her rightful place behind him, or beside him and his crew. To do so, Fable enlists the help of a young trader named West to help her get off the island and cross the Narrows to her father. But her father's rivalries and the dangers of his trading enterprise have only multiplied since she last saw him. Fable soon, find, soon finds that West isn't who he seems. Together, they will have to survive more than the treacherous storms that haunt the Narrows if they're going to stay alive. So, like... I like the blurb. Mm-hmm. I'm not in love with the blurb, but like so many people have said that it's like freaking fantastic that I'm giving it a shot. Very nice. Very nice. I love it. Um, um, it's kind of like YA Pirates of the Caribbean, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It sounded familiar. Did you like talk about it? I don't think so. Before? I don't think I've talked about this one before. Uh-oh. Interesting. I don't know why I feel like I've heard about it. Okay. Did you um, read a pirate book? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I've just been really interested in pirate books lately. Possibly. It's possible. What's your next book? So, my next book is Bioluminescent by Orrin Hadley. Um, I'll just read you the blurb. They look like us, they know all about us, and can even blend in perfectly. That doesn't make them human. When an alien science vessel crashes into the shore of Haven, Haley has a front row seat. Little does she know that her normal life is about to be turned upside down by the man she bumps into on her way home. He looks completely human, except he isn't. He also can't stop thinking about her. There's something about this girl, but he can't quite figure out what it is. Humans are aggressive and primitive, but she's nothing like that. He only knows because he can't make himself stay away from her. And she's the only one not getting sick. Because the crash brought more than just strange aliens to Earth. It also released bacteria that humans have never experienced. The clock is ticking and human medicine can't even detect the pathogens spreading through the population. Community's only hope for survival lies with one alien doctor. And he needs a miracle. Luckily for him, it comes in the form of the woman he can't get enough of. Helping him might kill her. Not helping definitely will. Introducing her to the rest of his people, well, it might be the riskiest move yet, because he won't be the only one unable to resist her allure. But if they want to get back to their homeland, sacrifices will need to be made. Her life, his love, their people, the entire world. Something has to give. The only question is what. So it's the first book in the series that's only one book that's been out. Um, Orton Hadley's been like a favorite author of mine, and this book just, the cover's beautiful if you guys haven't like looked at any of her covers definitely check this one out it has like this pale woman on it and it's all dark and then she has like glowing like blue and green scrolly stuff all over her body which obviously the cover is what attracted me to it but then reading this it just made me like really happy and it sounds like super similar to a netflix series that i previously watched and i can't remember the name of it right now but that one got canceled kind of early and it didn't actually have a really good conclusion so i'm hoping this kind of like fixes that like want for me that one sounds really really good i'm adding that to my um my kindle unlimited to read list yeah as we speak (laughs) i don't know like sometimes i'm not into the alien thing but i just finished rereading the um lux series by jennifer Mm -hmm. l armentrout which is phenomenal I don't, yeah. I don't know if you're going to like it. I kind of want to make you read it, but also I'm not sure if you're going to like it. Yeah. But the audiobooks are on Hoopla. Um, Why wouldn't I like it? It's YA. Mm. The main character is a little whiny in the first book, but, like, she gets over it for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so, like, I feel like I enjoy it once I get into it, but it's, like, it's kind of an uncomfortable trope for me, you mm-hmm. know? It's not the enemies to lovers that I love so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, my next book is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. I feel like everyone and their mother has been talking about this book. Yeah. And I first saw this book, Jess and I went on a trip a couple of months ago in October, and we went to this little independent bookstore, or this little indie bookstore, and I saw the book, and I was immediately, like, drawn to it, and I was like, maybe, maybe this should be my souvenir for the trip. Like, yeah. is a book an acceptable souvenir? Um, obviously, obviously. Always. Yeah, I've kind of decided now, um, that when I go on a trip, I would like to find an indie bookstore, like, mm-hmm. there, and then that should be my souvenir. Because I feel like that's more valuable than, like, a t-shirt or something to mm-hmm. me. Um, but anyways, the little blurb for this book is kind of sparse but I've seen so many good reviews that like I just have to read it it says France 1714 in a moment of desperation a young woman makes a oh lordy Faustian bargain to live forever and is cursed to be forgotten by everyone she meets thus begins the extraordinary life of Addie LaRue and a dazzling adventure that will play out across centuries and continents across history and art as a young woman learns how far she will go to leave her mark on the world but everything changes when, nearly 300 years later, Addie stumbles across a young man in a hidden bookstore, and he remembers her name. Aww. I don't know. Like, the description's a little bit sparse, but mm-hmm. I'm really intrigued. I don't know if it's gonna, like, focus more so on the time period of when she's, like, with this man that remembers her name, or if it's gonna kind of span across her lifetime. I'm hoping we get little blips of her lifetime. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited. I it think it'll be good. It sounds really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll definitely have to, like, add that to my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next bookish series is the Spellsinger series by Amy Samita. So I actually did the review of the first book in the series, I think, in January or December. I don't remember which. Um, I've read the first book. I think I've read the first three books in this series, but it's a 13-book series, and my goal is to finish the series, you know, by, like, July. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with this one. I really love this series. It's about um, a spell singer. They are a type of magical creature that is the, um, like, result of a siren and a witch having a baby there is only six of them in this world and they're only born every 500 years and it's specifically like that for a reason that the first book explains and like that's like a big plot point in the first book mm-hmm. of like the spell singers and like you know their creation mm-hmm. um i really really loved the first book it was really amazing definitely check out the other speedy reviews if you want to hear more about it mm-hmm. but i think that's about all i'm going to say because it's the second book it's it's like the fourth book that i oh, actually okay. like i'm going to start back up on and reading them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i remember you talking about that one in that speedy review episode and it sounded really good it is really really good like magic is widely prevalent there's vampires there's fae the fae in this one are actually completely unique instead of the kingdoms of the fae being built upon like day night like summer spring winter whatever they're actually built upon gemstones so each gemstone is a different kingdom and there's like over 30 kingdoms within tirnanog which is what the fae realm is called in this book 
and I really, really loved that take on the Fae. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, this like this series was just really good. We got distracted and we had like some other books that we had to like get through and then I found some other series. But I definitely um excited to like get back to the series and actually like finish it out. Mm-hmm. That one sounds really good. Mm-hmm. So my next book is Finley Donovan is Killing It by Elo Costumano. So immediately I was attracted to this book based on the cover it's got like a pink background there's this woman she's got like big black sunglasses and like red lipstick it's like a cartoon drawing and I was like yes like this woman's like got her life together and then I read the blurb and I was like maybe not so it says Finley Donovan is killing it except she's really not she's a stressed out single mom of two and struggling novelist Finley's life is in chaos the new book she promised her literary agent isn't written her ex-husband fired the nanny without telling her, and this morning she had to send her four-year-old to school with hair duct taped to her head after an incident with the scissors. When Finley is over her discussing the plot of her new suspense novel with her agent over lunch, she's mistaken for a contract killer and inadvertently accepts an offer to dispose of a problem husband in order to make ends meet. Soon, Finley discovers that crime in real life is a lot more difficult than its fictional counterpart, as she becomes tangled in a real-life murder investigation. I love this blurb so much. Like, I don't know. I think it's just going to be so fantastic. It's not a rom-com read, which if you guys have been listening to our podcast really any length of time, you know that's my jam. But I think this is going to be a really, really nice change of pace. And I don't know. I just have really high hopes for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds really good. Yeah, because I remember you talking about this a little bit earlier in the month. Mm-hmm. And I, it was like a... Mm interesting kind of thing yes moving on um the next series that i've decided to read is club alias so in my one of my five star predictions i five star predicted the last book in this series so i'm actually going to tell you about the first book which is what i will probably be reading sometime this week um the confession duet is apparently two books that the author has made into one book because it's of the same couple so it was love at first sight, not just for Vivian, but for Corbin as well. Their eyes locked across the room, and that was all she wrote, but they didn't rush things. They wanted to do it right. After all, they would spend the rest of their lives together. The love of each other's lives, soulmates, he was the intense and fiercely protective soldier, and she was his doting and faithful lover. They found their happily ever after. This was their story. Until it wasn't. Ten years after Corbin divorced Vivian, after her confession while he was deployed, he still hasn't spoken to the girl who brought him to life only to stab him in the heart, sending him into an even darker state than where he was before he met her. Ten years, he's been watching her from afar, keeping tabs. After an honorable discharge from the army, he's now part of a group of mercenaries who carry out justice, criminals who hide behind their fancy lawyers in power. They take care of them and make it all look like karma. And with intel from their founder, Dr. Walker, a therapist with a long list of predators whose victims are too scared to turn them in, work is plenty and fulfilling. Until V begins her sessions and Corbin discovers the reality he's lived the past 10 years was nothing but a lie when the truth is revealed. And I'm super freaking excited for this because I'm like, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Like the whole like club alias like world, every time, all of the stuff that I've heard about it just sounds so freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited to read like the actual first book and to get to know these characters from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell me about the first book after you read it because like, I like the premise, but like the whole like army mercenary thing, I'm not like overly enthused about but we'll see i mean like i don't know why because like i love that in movies 
don't know. Like, I feel like it's, I don't know, like, they're going after, like, abusers and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, I like that, like, premise. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of that. I don't know. We'll have to see how it plays out. I'm excited. Like, I don't want it to be, like, a super, like, intricate. Like, I don't want that to be, like, the main focus. But, like, I'm super enthused by that being, like, the whole career thing. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of interested to see how much of the plot is wrapped up in that. Or if it's just kind of, like, this is the character and that's the whole, like, mercenary thing is just, like, Mm -hmm. what they do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. Okay, so my next book is The Temporary Roomie by Sarah Adams. And you guys have probably heard me mention this a couple times. I've talked about it a lot. Um, The blurb for this one says, What happens when you have to play nice with your greatest enemy? Revenge. Drew Marshall may have let me move into his spare bedroom while my house is being renovated, but don't think for one second his kindness comes without strings. Big, ugly, fake relationship strings. That's okay, though, Dr. Andrew. I'll agree to your terms, move into your house, and act like your girlfriend when the big day comes, but I also plan to make your life miserable and make you pay for what you did to me. I may not be good at forgiving or forgetting, but I'm excellent at getting even. So, um, all of Sarah Adams' books are, like, laugh-out-loud, feel-good, contemporary romance reads, and I have no doubt that this one will be any different, so I'm just kind of saving this one up for, like, well, A, it's not out yet at the time that I'm recording this, but B... I'm kind of saving this up for, like, after I've read a couple more fantasy books, and I just want that, like, mm-hmm. contemporary romance comfort. Yeah. Um, so, my next book is called, well, my next series, it's a four-book series called The Immortality Trials by Eliza Rain, and so the first book is called Skies of Olympus. It's actually free on Amazon right now, or it was at the time of this recording, The series is also available on Kindle Unlimited. Um, So, a fierce temper and a burning desire for revenge have always been Lissa's greatest assets, until the gods of Olympus and an arrogant man with a secret turn her world upside down. Lissa keeps the fact that she's the daughter of the strongest man in the world to herself. After all, everyone thinks Hercules is a hero. She can still remember her family's screams the night he slaughtered them all. When the gods offer Lyssa a chance to compete for the ultimate prize, immortality, she isn't interested, until she discovers that her father is competing. Now she has to face the monster from her past and stop him from becoming truly untouchable. But she won't be doing it alone. Phyllis, a mysterious man with enough gold to tempt Midas, has bought his way into the competition and Lyssa's life. She hates him immediately. Hero represents everything she hates about Olympus. There's more to him than meets the eye, though, and Lyssa can't shake the feeling that he's hiding a past as dark as her own. Forced to work with Phyllis through 12 deadly trials, everything Lyssa thought she knew about herself will be tested. Only one thing stays the same. Hercules must die. I love it. It kind of reminds me of, like, Percy Jackson, but, like, mm-hmm. adult Yes. Um, I like it. There's also these, like, things in italicies where it's, like, Skies of Olympus is a full-length novel containing the first three trials of the Immortality Trials, which is a complete series. If you prefer audiobooks, the series is narrated by the brilliant Throne of Glass narrator Elizabeth Evans, which makes me kind of curious, because, like, we haven't read those yet. We haven't read those ones yet, so I'm interested. Mm -hmm. Um, That one sounds freaking fantastic. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I love, like, the Greek gods mythology stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just, it makes me so, so happy. Mm-hmm. 
and there's also the whole like Hercules and I love like the Hercules movie I think it's so like cute like the Disney one it's like mm-hmm. so cute and I'm interested to see like how they make Hercules like the bad guy yeah I don't know I I know you haven't read the Percy Jackson books right mm-hmm. so I grew up well not grew up when I was like maybe 10 or 11 I think I read the Percy Jackson books and did you at least watch the movies or no nope so you have no idea what I'm talking about so, within the Percy Jackson series, the, like, the main characters are demigods, so, like, half human, half god, mm-hmm. and the kind of bad guy kind of, like, hates the gods because they're, like, absentee parents. So, like, for me, it's not so much a stretch to, like, imagine them as, like, bad guys. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm really I I'm adding that to my TBR list as well. I never <laughs> I feel like every time we do this, I we just end up like sitting on each other's computers and or like scrolling through the library app and then adding those to our lists. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an accurate, pretty much accurate. <laughs> so my next book is the Bromance Book Club by Lissa K. Adams. So, I mean, honestly, the title immediately drew me into this one, the Bromance Book Club. It's like I I just imagine like these men sitting in a room on, like, these folding chairs and, like, discussing this romance novel and just being befuddled. So, the blurb says, <laughs> Nashville legend second baseman Gavin Scott's marriage is in a major league trouble. He's recently discovered a humiliating secret. His wife, Thea, has always faked the big O. When he loses his cool at the revelation, or revelation, it's the final straw on their already strained relationship. Thea asks for a divorce, and Gavin realizes he's let his pride and fear get the better of him. Welcome to the Bromance Book Club. Distraught and desperate, Gavin finds himself help from an unlikely source, a secret romance book club made up of Nashville's top alpha men. With the help of their current (laughs) read, a CD regency titled Courting the Countess, the guys coach Gavin on saving his marriage. But it'll take a lot more than flowery words and grand gestures for this hapless Romeo to find his inner hero and win back the trust of his wife. I'm so excited. I put this one on hold at the library, so I don't, like, know when I'm getting it, but I hope it's soon because it sounds so good. <laughs> is that, like, a series? There's three, but I think there's, there's three, three in the, the series first? right now. Yeah, this is the first book. I think there's there's three or four out right now. I don't know if it's, like, continuing or if it's being mm-hmm. cut off, but... I'm interested to see if that one's completely from a male's point of view or if it's, like, a duology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm almost wondering, because we're reading a book right now, um where well I guess the review will already be up for it but we read The Modern Gentleman for our first review for April and that one is like just from the male's perspective and that's I feel like that's becoming more and more uncommon in contemporary romance to just get the one perspective I I, yes I feel like it's like every time I read like an older novel I'm like I want the other one yeah yeah I want the duology yeah um but I've never really read a book completely from the male's point of view so I'm actually really intrigued by Mm -hmm. that yeah I don't know but my question is like have all books that aren't duologies been ruined for us Mm. because after reading The Modern Gentleman I'm kind of like maybe yeah I don't know yeah yeah but I'm I'm so excited to read this book Mm mm-hmm but I think that's going to wrap up today's episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us. We love chatting about books with you. Um, if you guys aren't already, make sure you're following us on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have two seconds to leave us a review, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, and don't forget to check out our social media as well. They are always linked down below. But that's going to wrap it up from us today. Thanks for listening.